Diva Cardigrail, as far as the Sportsline on Scarab Bay Community Radio. Good afternoon, everyone. You're welcome once again to the Sportsline Show here on Scarab Bay Community Radio on 88.3 FM, 92.7 FM, and on the Tune app in association with Derek Credit Union. And what a weekend we have lined up this weekend. It's all action on the Holding Field and the Camogie Field. And we're joined as always by Corporate Centre Pat McNamara. Our first guest on the show today is a coach to declare senior and junior Camogie teams. Uh, who started their Munster, their Munster Senior Championship uh, campaign with a semi-final bout with Limerick in the Gaelic Crowns uh, later on this evening, which is a curtain raiser to declare Limerick uh, Senior Hurling uh, Championship Round 2 clash. And Brendan, you're welcome once again to Scarab Bay Community Radio. Thanks, Dio. Because, Brendan, you're well known, you're part of our DA team here on Scarab Bay Community Radio. But uh, this evening, uh, Brendan, big outing for you uh, in the Gaelic Crowns semi-final of the Munster Championship. First of all, Congratulations, a national title with a junior team in the bag. Yeah, yeah. Uh, good, tough battle with Antrim. We've, uh, it's twice now this year we've played them, played them above their uh, St. Patrick's Day with Antrim and another tough battle, so it was more of it with a four point win. And uh, then we played them above and Clay and there in the final, and we knew going in it was going to be a battle. When you play Antrim, it was always going to be a tough battle. And I think, you know, we were probably four, five, six points a better team. Uh, we missed a couple of chances early on. They got a grip of the game, five, three up at half time. But, you know, we made one or two changes, but the girls showed great character in the second half. They hit six scores on the bounce without without a reply. Uh, we're in good control of the match. We were happy the way things were going. And then they got a goal and brought him back into it. And... You know, Ashton Coney came in and stuck over some great frees for us in the second half, but the whole team just lifted in the second half and we got over with a one-point win. You know, holding them out to a goal in the second half, like, you know, defensively we were solid. The girls worked very hard and any time you win a national title, you know, they don't come around too yeah. often, so it was great like, to bring home a title. Yeah, I think... Been mistaken. Eighty two was the last first national title. Is there, was it eighty two? One or eighty two? Yes, yeah, like so, that. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's not nothing to be sneezed at. And no, Brendan, and we'll just talk about the juniors for a second. As you said, you know, they showed great character and helped to come back. They probably won it, lost it, and came back and won it again. Really, at the, at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, I suppose like we we came over the blocks, which was good. We started well, but we just missed some scores that we'd normally put over. We created five or six serious good chances. And they were just going that head left and right wide, nothing going over. And you're there standing, you know, oh, one of these days, you know. But like in fairness, Antrim came along and they hit a couple of scores. It was two two for a while. Then they went three two four two, and it was four three. And they got a and they got a point to go five three up at half time. And we started to say to ourselves, look, we haven't kicked into gear. Let's just compose ourselves, get the ball into the shooting zone a little bit closer to goal and take the simple option instead of trying for them, the, the looking for the spectacular. Exactly. And in fairness, they did do that, you know, and their work rate home was just unbelievable. Like, you know, the block and the hood, the, the dirty side, as we call it, the block and the hook. You have to do, you have the to do work it. has to be done. And if it's all part of the game now, like, you know. Brendan, you can't do that, what you're saying, without having a fairly decent level of fitness. And training with the seniors, and you're very professional set up for the last number of months getting ready. So fitness probably you're not going to be caught in fitness, so it's a matter of the girls' attitude. Yeah. And you'll win you'll win a lot of games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and in fairness they're they're very good. 
you know what I mean they're very good their attitude the whole lot like you can't question it like you know what I mean and like I think you know the confidence they got out of going up to Antrim to win big one it was big a big one, one. Right. you know that was a big one because they turned us over last year as you know above in, yeah. in Tullamore and you know when a team gets an old grip on you it's very hard to get off out of your system and in fairness now twice we've turned them over and I just hope we don't meet them because the law of averages <laughs> says you don't beat someone three times. So, look, if they come along, you have to meet them. But hopefully they'll go some other side to the uh, that'll, that'll, You know what I mean? But no, look, it was great. And, and we came back and uh, I'd just like to thank, um, you know, the Woodstock. They gave us a great reception when we came back. Absolutely brilliant. It uh, was great now. It was a great buzz, you know, when you came back. And it was, it was great for the girls and the whole lot. And... We had a good night, and as we said to him, look, that's what it's about. When you win, you celebrate, park it and move on. And they did, in fairness to them. They're back now, hard ahead again, so training that is. So, um, no, look. I'm glad, you, I'm glad you got that in. Yeah, there. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and as you said, park it and move on, and sure, yeah. no better place, no, but for the seniors to move on, then semi final in the Munster Championship, one of the biggest GA days of the year. And I suppose, first of all, Marvellous to be playing before, you know, these big hurling games and yeah. this is what it's about, you know, promotion of the game and, you know, getting to play on the biggest stage and showing off their, 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 their skills. It is, you know, it, it it's a great incentive, uh, you know what I mean? They came in last year, like we played Tip below uh, Torless, draw into the Gaelic grounds. I think we were playing, who were we playing at the? Tip again. T- uh, t- yeah, Tip we played Tip, but right. it was clear, we were playing... Uh, was Claire playing Limerick inside the Gaelic ground? I think it was, wasn't it? No, it was just Waterford Limerick, wasn't it? No, I thought we played, it was Claire. No, Claire. Su- oh, maybe, maybe I'm wrong on yeah, that one. Yeah. But there was, to go into them games, like, you know, a crowd, uh, into them stadiums, like, it's brilliant. You know, it's absolutely brilliant. I don't know, it's been long overdue. I don't care. It's the amount of effort and training and professionalism that all Camogie counties do. Hmm. You know, it, 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 and they deserve to be playing in these pitches. And Brendan, I suppose looking back on the year last year, right? The two best days the player player played Camogie last year. Well, it happened the the, the Munster final. They played very well both days in front of the big crowds. Yeah, at those yeah, you yeah, know, it yeah. seemed to spur them on. Yeah, we did. Like you know, like look, don't want to be going back over last year, but the way the games fell last year, like the drawing game, really not. Um, it started whatever week you had for recovery, oh, yeah. you lost it. And the next thing, I think we went seven or eight weeks on the bounce yeah, playing. Mm-hmm. Like, as I it's, said it's to you before, to you wouldn't do it to a racehorse. You know what I mean? And you're asking girls, like, oh, basically what we were doing, I'd say from about week three, was recovery. going recovery, going recovery. And that's what you're continuously doing. <clears throat> now, I know our panel was tight, but... Okay, we've strengthened it. That's one thing we addressed this year. We strengthened our panel, but no matter what sort of a panel you have, you can't go seven or eight weeks on the bounce. And like you know, we ended up fighting a relegation, and the the performance they put in that day against Offaly, you know, the game was over after fifteen minutes. Thank God, because you weren't you didn't want to be going down yeah. into a dog fight again. You know, I think we rattled in three, three or four goals very early, and t- the game was over. But you know, the games just came so thick and fast, and you're always saying you want games, but when you're out week after week after week and no recovery, it's very hard. And that's the balance to be struck. I was going to say, Pat, yeah, you're Pat, that all along last year, needs to be struck. Everyone yeah. was talking about the three week. Yeah. Yeah. You, you hit the wall in the third week. Mm. Yeah, like in fairness, eight weeks. You know, it's, so, it's yeah, and that's the point. I mean, as, as Brenda correctly said, 
players want games and then Joe Camogie players like Hullers we'd have regular games that race you to training off training to games it was way too high for years and years and years we've probably gone slightly to the other extreme and, and, and I'd still rather this way I'm sure you would too to have a game after game but when you have extra times and you have the league so close to the championship and all that sort of thing um, and the and the Munster championship close to the All-Ireland um, it's kind of, it's still condensed and I suppose the problem with what you're saying Brendan is when you have say either a win or a loss but if you have a loss and you're playing another team it's great to have two weeks in between if you could yeah. to address what went wrong because the first week is recovery early in the week yeah. and then address the tactics and address the skills you need to improve on or whatever. Yeah. but game after game after game means you're just kind of in survival mode so it is the other extreme but it's probably better this way than to have it, seven it, weeks training and no game like there was no there was no reason why they couldn't have played extra time that night that, that below in, in tip like all it was yeah. going to take was 10 minutes each side yeah. 20 minutes and it was amazing right whether you won or not lost it fine you 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 had given yourself a chance of a break you know now they're going into this game this weekend with, with Limerick you know the, the rule is that there's two periods of 10 minutes yeah. and 45s but you can see that Brendan by the time the game is scheduled for so yes. they have they have Look, at their, it, it, it's, it's, it's a learning. It's a learning process. Exactly. So, in exactly. fairness, they have taken that yeah, on board, yeah, and, yeah. and it is in place for it Saturday. Is, yeah, then. like you know, and, and hopefully and it won't come to that. No, but like you know, you have to, like. Oh, look, Clare and Limerick. Clare and Limerick, like you know, they always go to the wire. Like you know, last year I think we played them. I think we got the last two or three scores to beat them at the end. You know, I went to the wire. I remember a wet, a wet Saturday evening in the game grounds again. Grounds again. Yeah. You know, and. I think Chloe Mori hit hit two points in the last couple of minutes were great scores. But there's there's never much between Clare and Limerick. The rivalry this day between them, I suppose, from going to college and knowing each other and you know, there's a lot of these girls that as you say, like going into UL and you know, all around the country, going going wherever they go, there's always Clare and Limerick people meeting up. So, um yeah, we know the challenge with that faces us. We know like they're, they're an extremely strong physical team. Uh, they're an improving team too. Oh, Britain. they are. Yeah, yeah, they are. They're 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 coming. They're playing over the system, and they have good players. of was uh, Costello and Quiva Costello, yeah. like you know, and they're they are. They're, they're physically strong, and I've watched a couple of videos now of them, and they're 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 not afraid to bring the challenge to you. You know, Britain, what I mean? there's a kind of a reboot in Limerick Camogie too, isn't there? Like their minors are, are after winning the Munster Championship. You know, they look like they're going to make the All Ireland if they haven't made the All Ireland final. Yeah. Already, you know, so it is. It has, you know, it went. They have turned the corner. They have turned the corner, and, that's, and that's going to feed into the senior team. Oh, without a shadow of a doubt, without a shadow of a doubt, it's going to feed in because, like, when you see the senior boys, what they're doing, there's a knock on effect. There is, like, you know what I mean? They, they want to get to them standards as well, you know, and they're saying, why can't we get there? And there's probably. <clears throat> Funding going in and they're getting the right now. Probably nutritionists and coaches in and the whole lot. And the ante is up and the bear is raised. And they're going to see that as a glory Saturday evening as a glorious oh, opportunity sh- for them as well, Pat. Do you know what I mean? It, yeah. it, I mean, at, it is a game. Look at and it is always a good game of come between Clare and Limerick. There's no doubt about that. There are a few better fixtures in, in hurling anywhere than Clare Limerick Championship games. They bring an atmosphere of their own. And even around the country, the other counties and even the commentators on news talk or whatever we listen to at night during the week. Love it because the rivalry is there and they can go either way at the life of the road. There's going to be whatever thousand in there for the second half of year yeah. game, Brendan, and maybe a, a lot of thousands in there because the Clare people might come along and support you as well, hopefully earlier. 
that'll bring this own pressure on the girls, but also throwing inspiration. The question is about handling that. You said they've held it before last year, which is great. Yeah. And uh, but as I hundred percent agree with you, the girls who are putting in the same effort as the lads, every bit as much. The talent they have nowadays and the standards in Camogie is only right to be in Gaelic crowds yeah. in front of 25 or 30, whatever thousand people will be there. And uh, I suppose the whole thing for you now is that, that your lads girls can focus on the game itself rather than the occasion. And I'm sure you've talked about that. And I'm sure they'll only see the white lines and the ball and the green jerseys. They won't even see out the sides. Oh, the yeah. Sides. Like, you know, like last year was a good was a good experience for that. Yeah. Like, you know, we we, we had the game in Torles with the game in the Gaelic grounds and then we had the saga below and... Park your in God, yeah. that I thought we ne- was never going to finish. <laughs> but you know, best, it was it, it was by without a shadow of a doubt, like you know, it was it's a draining just game, like. just mm. one ten seconds away from cl- coming yes. away with two months of championship titles, you know, which would have been fantastic because uh, you know, but like it to me when when you sit back and look at it, the girls can take an awful lot of confidence from that to say, Yeah, we can go toe to toe. You know what I mean? There's nothing to stop you from the Corks or the Tips or the Kilkinnies or the Limericks or any of these, it ha- you have to believe when you've done it, we can go again. You know what I mean? And I, I do firmly believe the way the fixtures ran last year, there were some matches there that were just false because we were absolutely out, out on our feet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And this year now we're, we're totally focused on, get, say, preparation number one, panel number two. We've tried out a lot of players in the league. We've given a lot of young players the chance to blood in and in fairness you know they're putting their hand up we've sat down during the week trying to pick the team and you know it was was a long long discussion picking the team like you know what I mean and you're there and you're looking at scenarios and you're there like we we have options to come off the bench which is great and that's that's what it's about now and Brendan you know John Camry has always said like you know you're judged by your championship results and you know and fair play the league many many players tried out you know what I mean so it's now, I suppose, time to... You're coming very close to the, the, the real business end of the championship, starting later on this evening, you know, and a chance to get to a Munster final again, yeah. and which is progress again. So getting a settled team, I suppose, is now... Key. It is, it is. You have to get your... You, you, you want to be getting your, your structure and your settled... Uh, the team balanced now as well, like, you know, and settled. And we have, like, you know, we played a couple of challenges and we've got a, a settled 15 and uh, played a good challenge down against Kilkenny and a great match down in Ballingarry and we went for 320s nearly and you know, sorry yeah 320s and mm-hmm. even 25 I think at the end so nearly if we wanted to get another 10 hour of it it probably would have but it was a great game and we're, both, both camps came away happy you know and then we played tip in a challenge and we tried out a few more things and give players their, their, uh, a good bit of game time as well in <coughs> all preparation for this and you know Brenda when you're settling down to pick the team like as you said, as you said it's a good sign ahead big debate because it means there's a lot of girls in contention but when you're considering the starting 15 which we all possibly consider traditionally is the most important thing do you have to look at the kind of player you need with 15 minutes to go that come in and change it is that in your thinking as well you have to you have to think mm-hmm. you have to because games you, are won and lost you, anyway. you, like you could be throwing a curveball somewhere along the way as well. Mm. You have to start to look at all these different scenarios. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you have to say to yourself, if it opens up a little bit, have we someone to come in with a bit, bit of yes. pace? Yeah, finishers. To finishers. Like, you know, mm. um, that's what you're looking for. If it's a if it's if it's still a battle, have you someone to come in and yeah. ruffle the and feathers? Wrestle, yeah. Yeah, and to mm. keep that you have to look at it both ways. Yeah. You know, and, and we have. We have that, like, you know, and um like you know I've 
I've sat down in many a dressing room and many a table sitting down with fellas picking teams and I'll tell you one thing, picking this team now was, it was good, there was good debate because we, there was a lot of names out on the table and you were throwing it out there and everyone had their say and you're looking to try to get a, a, a good balance and as what you rightly said, are you looking in mm. for the scenarios coming down the stretch yeah. and that's what you want. You have to see what, it could be a, a dogfight of a, of a battle, which it will be. Between Clare and Limerick, no it always is. Yeah. Like as you said, as you rightly said, when Clare and Limerick meet, like I always thought that Clare and Tip was the rivalry. But for the last number of years, it's, it's Limerick wonder, were I always. I wonder why you think that. No. Yeah, I probably, <laughs> probably probably just don't throw away from across the bridge. But it's amazing when you're working in Limerick. Then, it's a different kettle of fish. It is. Yeah. They talk about Clare like. The, they go through you like yeah. you know exactly yeah, yeah, and yeah, and yeah. you'd swear we had 25 All-Irelands in our back pocket like the way to be talking but you know it is and I suppose mm. that's what neighbours the way it is like and it, it, bring, it can bring out the rest and I suppose it can bring out oh, the, other, yeah. the other side as well of course it will like you know what I mean and the girls the girls are up for now training has gone well we're really looking forward we want to get back into Munster final where we were last year and we'll try to go one better yeah, and Brendan, thanks for that. And we wish everyone the very best, very best look in the Gaelic Promise. You're listening to Sportsline on Scarpic Community Radio, 88.3 and 92.7 in East Clare, around the world on scarifbayradio.com, and on the TuneIn Radio app. Sportsline is sponsored by Derg Credit Union. And once again, thanks to Brendan. And now Brendan is staying with us as we, we're going to ha- open up our discussion here and, and review the Munster Championship games from last weekend and the Leinster Championship and look forward to the games coming up at this coming weekend. And we're now joined on the line also by another one of our regular analysts here on Scarab Bay Community Radio, uh, well known to everybody, Petsy Fahey. Petsy, you're welcome once again. Thanks very much, uh, Leo. Thank you. Thank you. Betsy, I suppose, first of all, we cannot but say a uh, very, very disappointing day at the office last Sunday. Yeah, I, I always seem to be able to say, come on after a, after a tough defeat. <laughs> and, uh, uh, we'll change and it next week. Pin, and try to pin down where we're wrong and, uh, and, and, and what can we do to, 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 to get it right. But uh, I suppose that when you, look, when you look at it, and I suppose if you were talking to me last week, I would have said our main players need to play well to win the game. And it turned out they didn't really. You know, our main players did not play well. Uh, we weren't allowed to play well. We were, we were, we were, we were, we were second best, uh, second fiddle to a lot of it. It was disappointing, you know, when you're inside in the park. It's a cauldron. It's seventeen and a half thousand. Most people went in with their voices, and they came out with their voices, and that'll show you where the Munster Championship was in Innocent Sunday. You know, when 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 patrons come out with their full voices. That means they didn't have much to shout about. There was an air of inevitability about it. I said as I was behind the goal watching Tipperary warm up, and I said to, my, I said to, I said to the guy who was with me, I said, Tipperary will get off to a flyer here if you're looking at, the, at both warm-ups. There was a nature of intent about Tipperary, and Clare were a little bit, how would I say, lacklustre, fumbling, flustering a little bit, whereas Tipperary were sharp, ball-to-hand movement. It, was, it would look crisp and sharp. They looked like they meant business. And Patsy, I suppose Patsy. Body language says a lot to me. Patsy, I suppose Tipperary, in fairness, have signalled their intent with their uh, preparation during the National League. And maybe, I suppose, in hindsight, it's a great thing. But, you know, Liam Cahill and his management team, no win over Tipperary. They were going to get a bounce. They got a very, a very big bounce, you know. But, you know, he went for the league as much as he could. Okay, they came a cropper again in Limerick, but played well on the night. You know, 
everything was positive about Tipperary going into last Sunday's game. A hundred percent. Absolutely. And I think most Holland fans would said, you know, why we don't kind of rate the league as highly as before, it's still for the likes of Liam Cahill coming into, coming into the, the new job. It was very, very important for five wins on the bounce in the league, you know, top of the table, get a great tune up then against Limerick and played quite well for, for 35, maybe 45 minutes of that game. And still only lost by six in a cracking match. And I said, watching that match, I said, that will bring Tipperary on leaps and bounds. And talking to someone that knows someone in the camp, they said, that gave them full confidence that they could go and, and take on the Munster Championship with a lot of confidence. Even though they lost, they got a lot out of it. Claire, in my view, you know, bar, uh, uh, you know, a thumping they give, they give Rexford, really, there wasn't much really to shout about. Some players ha- have not come into form in the league, and unfortunately we saw that again on Sunday as well. It's, it's a big worry for Brian Lohan and his, and his, and his management, how they haven't got, got, got certain players up to speed and up to the form of what we're expecting, especially, especially in the park. Let's, you know, when you go to the park, like we all said, it, like you, you, there's no Holland man doesn't know that that game was nearly a knockout championship match. You're under severe pressure if you lose the first one. You know, it's not pack up the bags and let's go home here. We still have three games to go. But for, for confidence-wise, it's a real big dent in the confidence. And what worries me, lads, what worries me, lads, is we were outcoached and outfoxed again on the sideline. There was no question about it. Whatever Liam Cal wanted to do to Clare on Sunday, he'd done it and done it at his ease without any counteraction from our sideline. Patsy, I just challenge that in a, just a, for the sake of debate. For the sake of debate, if yes. our young goalie who had been injured in the build-up and I think hadn't an awful lot got in was nervous before in the warm-up. We thought, if our young goalie hadn't made the few mistakes he made, would it be, we'd be having a different conversation, though, tonight? You know, were those mistakes what just sunk confidence and maybe even brought our good players back a bit in terms of, of, of what they could do and raise tips hopes? Were those three mistakes enough to, to lose us the game alone uh, and maybe we'd have a different conversation if they didn't happen? The three mistakes were huge. Don't get me wrong. But at the end of the day, we weren't down by nine points at halftime and then three mistakes. We got it back to four points, which take out the three mistakes in any hurling match if you're down by four points. If Clare had no goal conceded and were down 15 points to 11, four points only, there'd be a lot of positivity around the ground probably because it's there. It's still there. Let's, you know, we're, we're there. At the three goal point, losing the three goals, we were worried about our goalkeeper, obviously. We were worried about, about, about the defence. And we were wor- wor- worried about what was ha- what was happening overall in the field. There wasn't one big hit, one big tackle, nothing to raise the raise the voices of the clear public. That was the big issue. And at halftime, if you talk to people around, I think there was an air of kind of inevitability that I don't think we can turn this around because Tipperary will keep getting the scores if they're getting so many scores already. That's my view of it, and that was a general view that I got going around to the ground and maybe going, 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 out, to, going out the back there and just walking around at halftime, getting a bit of fresh air and stuff like that. That was the general view I got. And with only 10 minutes to go or something like that or 12 minutes to go, there was still only four or five points in it. Nothing in hurling. But yet, the crowd could not get into it. Because again, there was an air of inevitability that Tipperary could do what they wanted and score when they wanted. And sign is on, the fourth goal and the fifth goal came in and they were hammer blows. You know, it just kind of sucked the, sucked, sucked the rest of the, the possibility of winning out of the equation. Brendan, you know, you played in goals yourself in, in, in an intermediate final for, for, for Smith O'Brien's and that, right? And look, at, there's no doubt, you, you cannot but feel sorry for Eamon Foley, right? I don't know, is he... He, he got a vilifying during the week all over the place, you know, for for a young a young a young goalkeeper. It could happen to anybody. 
did his senior players maybe not help him out enough? You know, I look at the first ball. Should it have been dealt with by the? Should it have been dealt with with fullback? There was no great space between himself and and the fullback once the ball hopped. Okay, the second one he lost position. The third ball he it out to John out the wing. Should John have held position? Mm-hmm. Maybe he should have gone long in hindsight. Do you know, it's very yeah. easy. It is a tough week for that young man, and you cannot but feel sorry for him. Look, it's the one position in the field that you you could be wing back, you could be wing forward, you midfield, you could drop the ball ten times and no one would even think about it. You drop it once inside the goals and everyone remembers it. Um, look, it's it's it, it was a desperate way for the young fellow making his debut because he was been he was so looking forward to this. This was his this was his dream to play for Clare, Munster Senior Championship above Ninnis. And you know, um, talking to a few people before the match, I would uh, I would question one thing in that they could see people in the stands could see the young fellow was nervous. And there was no one from the backroom team. They are working with him. They were left on their own. So when you're with a young fella like that, making his debut, he needs all the support and the backing that he can get to ensure <coughs> that he is the right person, that they have full backing in him, putting him in there. And they did back him. Right, it didn't go right for him. But I thought the space we left inside, in front of him. Yeah. Now, I know the three goals weren't all to do with, say, the spade. But we were so naive. Tipperary came into this championship match. I think they're the league's top scorers in goals. Yeah. 14 goals, right? Cahill's team. We know Liam Cahill. Every team Cahill trains and Bevins, they go for the juggler. They go for goals. We left Tipperary at every chance they got left two inside. And we left a 40 to 50 space gap between that ball to go in. It was absolutely criminal, giving them space. Tipperary are the finest stickmen going around the country if you let them hurl. They'll punish you. Lovely, wristy hurlers. And I was watching them go the same as the lads. We all were watching them in the warm-up. They were floating the ball over. Their touch was impeccable. They're, they look sharp. Everything about... And the way they started, Patsy was right, they hit the ground running. They had three pints over on the board like that. Next thing, the goal came. It was one three all of a shot. We responded well. And we could have went in even at half time, as bad as everything was, a point down, because McCarthy had a chance of a goal just before half time. Good save. It was a good save. But again, we created a chance. We could you know what I mean? We were still in it. Mm. But again, we were so naive. And in the second half what we done was we coughed up the puck out. Completely. I could not believe it. Mikey, Mikey Breen never has had as many positions in a game, I'd say. But like Mikey Breen was able to take the ball out. We we, we, we give up the puck out, right? So we should have been able to drop back deeper. Someone should have been able mm. to go back and sit in front of the full back bend. That's the whole idea of it. Sure. Right? That's the whole purpose of it. Mikey Breen was hitting it in over him. And it was going straight in. To were able to work around it. We weren't working channeling through the lines back properly to get defensively structured set up right that to me looking at it was it was crazy and Patsy do you concur with Brendan there on our set up that we were totally seemed to be totally at sea and it was Tipperary calling all the shots at all times 100% calling the shots at all times Liam Calgan went home on that bus or whatever they came up on and he said I can't believe my luck how we got away with that today how they didn't counteract some stuff that we done is unbelievable I'll give you names I'll give you John Kiley, looks behind him, Paul Canuck. 
I'll give you Liam Cahill looks behind him, Mickey Bevins. Henry Shepton looks behind him, his coach Richie O'Neill. I don't know who Brian Lowe looks 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 behind her. And I think we're lacking seriously there. It was said last year that Brian Law needs a little bit more brains in the operation as a hurling tactician to help out the scene. And I don't think Claire have got that up this year. And it's, it's, it's shown up now. And if it doesn't get rectified quickly, we're in serious trouble in this muscle championship. It's all about the Bevins and the, and the Canucks of this guy to help out the manager. The manager, ha, ha, manager has enough to be, to be on his plate. And Lohan was, was, was agitated. He was, he was angry. And, and, and things, and he got a yellow card. And look, at, there was stuff happening on the field. And I'm not sure. See, I, I'm not privy to information on it. But I'm not sure what information is coming down to the stands to help him out either. You know, and, and, and this, is where, this is where we were totally outfoxed and outclassed. I mean, John Connor, centre-back, I think last year he held a centre when he was there. You know, and he did a great job of holding that little, you call it the pocket of space, like, like, like Brendan said, to come back inside and center. I looked at, I looked at several stages and John Conlon was one on one out in the wing, out, out, out in the wing. Mm. You know, it was crazy stuff. Like someone told me that, that, that you know, on the inside that, that, that it should be, Damon Ryan was asked to pick up the, the, the spare man because they had a spare man for a lot of it. I know McInerney was sent off for the black car, but definitely something should have been done with the shot poke outs. Like, at least, at least get, a, get, get it to hit it down into the big guns down below and let's get a 50-50 ball down there. Don't have him pinging balls, like Brendan said, in over our half-back line hole withdrawn and into the full back line. Like, uh, Adam Hogan, like Adam probably said, oh God, that must be easier assignments than this. You know, I, I never saw this space. You saw the space years ago in an All-Ireland final. Kenny and Tipperary. Tipperary pulled him out. Cody never, Cody never, no, never responded. And yeah. the boys had a field there. This was something similar to what happened. And it shouldn't happen in Fortress Cusick Park. You know, it shouldn't happen. We thought it was going to be hot and heavy, space at a premium. You know, that's what normally happens in Cusick Park, even though it's a fine white pitch. But the, the, the confines of it and the crowd up in your, it feels tighter. We never got that feeling on, on, on Sunday. And signing on, like I said, it never, the atmosphere never bubbled to, to, to crackling point. And that's it. I 100% agree with everything you say there. Except one thing. We scored 323. And I'm, I'm reading the comments during the week online and the papers. You know, it wins an awful lot of games. So, and it was a, a pretty decent score. So, I mean, if we had been going well, we'd probably have scored 530. Because of the the, the points, the, the the inaccuracy, and also points. to set up, yeah, exactly. But scoring three twenty three, it looks like then that eighty percent of our problems were in terms of defense defensive. Yeah, well, I I I counteract that now, Pat. Right? Yeah. Where were Tipperary ranked at the start of this Munster Championship with everybody after last year's Munster Championship? They'd they'd be ranked probably down in the bottom two. With Waterford, oh yeah, agree. I do yes. agree. Although I wouldn't have agreed so with myself. I don't I, think, like well, I don't think Tipperary now are to finish after by no means. Don't don't get me wrong here. Yeah, will Tipperary win another Munster Championship match? You know, this is the question we have to ask here. Like Tipperary have got a great win, but like we we all know what's what's coming down the line for Tipperary. Got to go to Cork. Got to play Limerick at home and got to play probably probably or Watford in in in, in, in Utrevenia or Torres. I'm not sure where that game is on. It'd probably be, probably be Parky Quiver. So. were ranked lower than Clare. All the way, I agree. Yeah, I, I agree yeah. with you there, Patsy. Okay, they were ranked right, and that's because of the turmoil that was in the camp last year. But Cahill is coming now. Right? If you where were Clare ranked, Clare ranked after the the demolition job that Kilkenny done to us above in Crow Park? 
you know, oh, and, we, and, and yeah. against Wexford, we were poor as well. We three three we, games we've in had a row. Three games in a row where we've been flat, like you know. And <laughs> and, and I think I actually think with Tipperary, um, playing Cork will suit them because they're hurling. They let them hurl. Yes. You know, every time Cork well, and Tip played, is a total shootout. I, 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 I was kind of going to, going to go on and Pat's point on, on the 323 twenty three scored. Yeah. I, I don't think Tipperary probably at the back are defensively solid. Mm. You know, I think the likes of Cork, like you said, Brendan, and like, and like, will, will put up a nice score. You know, and, and Tipperary and Cork is always a high score in the fair, loose hurling. You know, so I think the three twenty three is a is a little bit false. You know, and like if we're looking at the big scores, if we're looking at the real nitty gritty of it, one thirteen from Aidan McCarthy, right? So there, there's another two ten left in the pot. Two goals from two goals from Mark Rogers. So two goals from from Mark Rogers out of, out, out, out of absolute didn't save scraps. Him, didn't save, okay, didn't save him again, though. Shane, Shane Bean came on and got a couple of couple of couple of points, right? But when you look at your big guns, the Tony Kellys, right? One point. One touch probably of a Tony Kelly yeah. who, who, who has a trademark point. And another thing, crazy stuff from the management putting Tony Kelly to the inside line straight away. Oh, Made yeah. up Kyle Barrett's mind straight away and Tipperary management could not believe their luck that Tony Kelly goes into the inside line to be picked up by their best man marker to be hassled and harassed for all, all day long. Will you give someone like a Tipperary or Kyle Barrett a chance maybe to say how far will Kyle Barrett go out to knock Tony Kelly and start in midfield get someone else to pick up Tony Kelly it was absolutely crazy decision in my view crazy and and, and, and sign is on Tony Kelly got one, one trademark point he won one free and I'd say if he touched the ball probably eight or nine times after that yeah. uh, that's Tony Kelly Shane O'Donnell who when he started probably, probably training in, in April I'll just show you he, while he was on the ball and looked kind of lean and hungry and all that kind of stuff again no point so there are two marquee forwards, you say, with only one point between. So, like, it's not all rosy. Like when you say, and 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 and, 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 and one thirteen for, for out of three twenty three, Mark Rogers with a couple of scraps get two great goals. You know what I mean? With a great second goal as well. Uh, but that's three twenty three. I think that's uh, that's a good scoreline, brilliant scoreline. But will that happen against Limerick on Saturday? You know, or t- or tonight. You know yeah. what I mean? Will that happen? Will oh, they yeah. put up a score like that on, on a very good defensive structure like Limerick have? And Patsy, you know, we, we haven't alluded to the point yet that Clare were down a, a player, you know, a, couple, a few players of their first choice. Like, we're down one of the best players in the country last year, uh, according to Alistair, in, in David Fitzgerald. Shane Amori, who rejoined the panel this year, was out injured. David Reedy out injured. There was rumours of Tony Kelly carrying an injury into the game. You know, I know you can you can hear you hear all these things, but there may be some element of truth into it. Do you think maybe that that upset the plans uh, a, a bit, um, Patsy? I, I I would say it did. I I would say the the, the previous weekend's trend, and I think was upset with uh, I think Tony passing it over an ankle. David really obviously tweaked the hamstring. You know, Ian Galvin sat it out as well. That's what we hear. You know, that's what we hear in the grapevine. So that 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 was unsettling for Clare the week before. You know, so uh, that's not good. And and listen, David Fitzgerald was a huge loss on Sunday. You know, look at. It was a game that you think at home you would probably win. You know, you, you'd hope to win. It was just a disaster, really, from from the goals given up, and and maybe the structure and the setup that Tipperary had their way with us. You, you, you're going into the, the, the real calls, you know. You know, with Fitzgerald back, Reedy back. You know, it's 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 it, you're you're hoping that at least there's there's a there's a there's a bit of experience because Reedy was one of the few bright lights and and Fitzgerald in the league yeah. for Clare, really, to be honest with you. So it's great to have them back. 
you know, but that's going to be hard calls to be made for Brian though. There's no question about this with the team. You know, there's hard calls. You know, I mean, I, I still think our midfield is, 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 is not performing to the, to the best of their abilities. You know, Cahill hasn't hasn't picked up his form in the last in the in the in the last in the last wide either, and and maybe and maybe an option somewhere else in the field could be better for him. But I just don't think the, the energy that Cahill had two years ago is still there midfield up and down, and he's going to be getting for a, 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 a tough time again tonight. You know. Uh, Ryan Taylor, we don't we don't know if he with the injury after last week, you know. So there's there's a few issues with Claire all, all the time. But I mean, key is to keep a structure, keep your backs in in in, so you're not giving that space up to the inside line because if they do that, Dan Gillan uh, and Flanagan and these guys will be under serious pressure again tonight. Patsy, one of the things that has mentioned as well, maybe as another maybe a bit of a fault in in the setup is. Um, and into the call of deceiving, it could happen at any stage. An injury if John Connellan or Cleary either got injured or can play or whatever. Yeah. Have we already made replacement six and have we already made replacement three who've been tried out there and proven? It seems to me that we don't have. And and that's unfortunate that we don't. It's it's, it's something that, 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 that it's probably uh, uh, the management haven't sorted that out because... John is not getting younger, and, and you know Connor at any you know any any stage anyone could could be only a, a, a tweak of a muscle away from from, from 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 going off. You know, so uh, it, it looks like it'll probably be a ready-made replacement on the on the line. And Paul Flanagan probably going to full back or something like that, or possibly even you know you know maybe Rory Hayes going slipping in there, centre back. You'd assume they were Ryan, but we haven't seen these these moves been made. We haven't seen these chess moves been made. I mean, Dave McInerney, you know, he was he was you know not, not he, again not much game time in the league, you know, and it probably showed up a small bit on, on Sunday as well you know so a lot of the stuff probably hasn't been rectified and, and definitely is a worry if, if something like that happens because obviously obviously, we all remember last year in Kilkenny and how, how, how badly it went wrong when John went out, went out injured uh, before, that, before that match it's definitely uh, a worry but hopefully the injuries can, can, can stay off the, uh, the Munster Championship campaign and we, and we have a full, full, a full deck to, to, to pick from. But definitely, the, you know, the, 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 the bench, you know, Shane Mean probably hadn't had much hurling into me, so it was good to get him on for, 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 for them few minutes. You know, we have, we have, you know, Mounds, who has got a bit of game time in, in Championship over the last seasons, or, you know. So hopefully, you know, that's when they're called on. You know they, they 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 can do it, but we we don't. Ideally, you, know, you could have called the show a good few there last week, really. To be honest, with you and probably going into it, we kind of said with the absence of Reedy and Fitzgerald that are, that that we were a little bit weak weakened on the bench, and as it was probably correct. Like, I suppose Patsy, when Tip come to town, you'd always say the the Clare crowd are up for the Clare players will definitely be up for it, uh, and as you said, it was very flat, and I suppose going in now to the wounded animal into the Gaelic grounds next Saturday evening, you wouldn't want to be flat going in there? No, and, and, and that's the big issue here because it looks like Limerick, and sure, we all, we all know what happened last week against Waterford, you know, um, it looks like Limerick are an agitated animal now, you know, they're a little bit agitated, they're a little bit narky, Kylie's, you know, getting a little bit, little bit aggressive in, the, in his press conferences afterwards, you know, and it looks like Limerick are kind of nearly on a mission to say, we'll show them tonight, you know, that kind of thing. And that's unfortunate for Clare. But the one thing about Clare is they have gone toe-to-toe with Limerick. So we, we, uh, I, I, I'd love to hurt Lowe and come out and say, my God, lads, we won't be packing any suitcases after today. You know, come out with that bit of aggression and a bit of confidence and, and, and throw it out to the Clare public. But we're not hearing that. You know what I mean? Like, it's, you know, it's, it's kind of a blaming on a, on a, on a, on a, on a black card, you know. That that was the issue, 
you know, why are we getting the black cards and, and, and other teams aren't? You know, I would have loved Lohan to come out and say, we won't fold the suitcases up just yet, let's. We'll, we'll, we'll be ready for next Saturday night. Come out with that bit of aggression. Come out with that bit of confidence to bring it into the camp. Because what I hear is that there isn't that awe of confidence this year that there was last year. And that's from people who, who, who see the, the, the team. You know what I mean? And that's what I hear. And it, it, it showed on Sunderland. And like you said, Brendan and Patton, if it shows on Saturday tonight, we'll be, we'll be in serious trouble. We will be serious trouble because Limerick are a wounded, agitated animal now. And they are good at home. They'll have a vain crowd at them. You know, and you know, the clear public might be a little bit sparser than, than what normally would be at a match you know, after last week. And it's going to be a real tough time for Clare. And again, you have to hit the ground running. If you get off to the start like you did against Tipperary, I know they got it back after 1-3, but you don't want Limerick to be, to be oozing confidence. Now, you saw what Caelan Lyons did to, to Key Lynch last week. Brilliant off that young, young man. He really held him to absolutely nothing. Like, what for God, a lot of matchups right. And, you know, without some, with, with some bad shooting and some bad errors from Watford, they, they could have, they could have nicked the point if it's not more out of it. So that's nearly the template. Do we have the, the, the chess pieces to mark a key in Lynch? Maybe, maybe to go toe to toe with Flanagan and maybe keep Gillan in, in, in their pocket. Because if we do, we have a chance. But if we allow him to roam around and let Barry Nash roam up along the field without being body checked or without someone, someone hitting him or something like that, you know, to keep him in check, we'll be, we'll be under serious pressure. Because that, that's what Limerick do. Allow the runners, Allow Kyle Hayes, the Barry Nashes of this world, come up the field. If they're unchecked and untouched, they'll cause us serious problems. But, uh, but Patsy, you know, having said that, it's probably the ideal game. Like, Lohan, and, you know, it is a big test a big test for him, you know, but there's no bigger game than Clare v Limerick, right? We all know that. We've all grown up with that over over the years. The rivalry is intense. There is no doubt that, you know, no, there will be pride in Lohan. If any man, you know, can rise the troops this week, and you know, put Sunday to the back back burner, and you know, just really focus on getting a very very big performance this evening. It has to be, and it's the clear public see this performance. You know, and it it would be, be a shame if you had another massive performance and come out on a, on a, on, a, on, a, on the short side. It would be, it could turn the whole year around with with, with a W. You know, and and then you're in serious confidence more than again. It could turn the whole camp around. It just doesn't look the camp is as confident as it was last year. Obviously, take out the Kikini game. But they were in fierce confidence last year. I showed you from the first game, they hit the ground running against Tipperary. You know, they dismantled the Warford team after making so many changes in the park. You know, it was a real confident group. And it just doesn't look like it's it's there. And we will know tonight... And Lohan will have the rallying cry and the manager will have the rallying cry. But can the players respond to this and go toe-to-toe with Limerick? The All-Ireland champions, the, 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 the nemesis of us for the last, last few years. You know, and it'll be an intriguing battle. And we well, know a lot more about Clare hurling after tonight. Well, Patsy, do you think the scares of the league, because if you, if you go back to it, right, looking at our league form, we were always saying, right, some counties are on different programs and all this. We were sort of looking for the excuses, probably saying, yeah, we'll get it right in the championship. But that night inside in the Gaelic grounds, how we came out of it, six points, I'm still baffled by it. There were 15 points. Uh, we were yeah. absolutely annihilated. And, uh, and I would actually fear going into the Gaelic grounds Saturday night because I think Clare are just flat at the moment. I could not yeah. see a spark. And to yeah. say you're yeah. going to get the spark back into the box of matches in six days, 
I, I just don't know where it's going to come. And, and I'm not being uh, a, a Debbie Downer here. But, you, you know, it, it was such... Everything was built on this match in Hughesy Park. This was their well, launch. As Patsy said, it was a do-or-die game. It was a do-or-die game. And we all knew we, where we were going down seven days later, or six days later, to the Gaelic grounds. But I think there were scars there. there. There was problems early on, maybe, in the league. that We went down, as you said earlier on, and won a, against a, a poor Wexford side. But the hallmarks of Clare's performance in the Gaelic grounds that night probably touched it even in Cusick Park last Sunday. It's a, it's, a, it's a big worry, Brendan. I agree with you. And, I, and, and it's, it's really up to the management, Brendan, at this stage. It's up to the coaching staff. It's up to the, 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 the selectors to lift players. And the positivity that, that, that was not there last Sunday evening, and they shouldn't be, but there was no rallying cry. I haven't heard a rallying cry publicly to get the clear public fired up. You know, to, to come down and support us. We'll give you a performance if you turn up. You know, something like that can, 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 spark, can spark people. Tony Kelly's a proud guy. I'm sure he, 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 he went home that night and kind of said, what did I do today? I got on the ball probably 10 times. You know, and I'm sure there's going to be a kick in Tony against Limerick. You know, no better, no better day to do it. You know, he's done it before against him. You know, and, 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 but we're going to need... We're going to need other people to step up to the plate. You know, you're going to need a Shane O'Donnell to have, a, to have another humdinger. But that's the forwards. But the backs is the crucial thing. If Limerick loved that two men inside line, like you know, and, 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 and the outlet ball to, to Taron Gillan, is it going to be a heap of space again and that lovely low ping ball to Seamus Flanagan with Aaron Gillan over the shoulder, over the bar, riling people up, getting, getting the crowd going with great scores? If, if that happens, we're, we're, we're under pressure. It, I think it's about having a, a real tight six, if not seven, at the back tonight to keep things tight, to keep it tight at least up to half time so they can go in at least at half time and say we're in this match that you know people thought we were coming down here to be slaughtered you know that is the key be in it at half time in fairness to Warford last week you would say 1-8 I think to 3 points or 4 points down you said mm, this is only going one way but in fairness to them they kept going and they kept at it you know and they kept the, the, the structure and whatever whatever design they had in the, on, on Limerick it ruffled their feathers and if Clare can ruffle the feathers a small bit and maybe get a little bit of... Because um, they're, un- they're under the watchful eye again now, Limerick. The referees will be watching. Well, especially uh, after the Sunday, yeah. The elbows. You know, been, they'll be been, watching uh, it. And one, one misplaced tackle or an elbow off a Limerick man could result in a red card. It could give, could give Clare a sprig of life. You know, so the, if Clare can ruffle a few feathers, get, get under their skin like Warford done last week, it's a possibility that this game could go down to the wire. But if they come out flat, like you said, Brennan, and the scars are still there, and the management haven't addressed the, 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 the you know, just the kind of tactical issues that could arise tonight, we're on the, we're, we'll be under severe pressure. Patsy, finally, before we get away from the Clare-Limerick game and have a quick look at the rest of the games, do you expect many changes in the Gaelic grounds uh, before Clare line out this evening? Ah, sure. You'd imagine you'd imagine the goal will be changing. Well, I think you have to be cruel to be kind. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't, I don't think putting putting them in the cards in the Gaelic grounds would be the wisest move now after last week. 
Like don't forget while 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 the three goals were were, were he, he he didn't the confidence was sapped in the second half. You could see it was a high ball came in at one stage there. It was a goalie's ball all day. Jason Ford got a little flick on it and went across the line, you know, and he put out a ball over the line of Flanagan. So little bits and pieces were still wrong in the second half. So he wasn't mentally right. He will he will come he will he will come again though, Petsy. He will come again. Yeah, I kind of agree with with, 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 with Brendan because because no one like that nervousness like I was in goal as well as a as a as a, as a young lad there in a, in a county final and it, it is fairly Dalton like. You know, it's fairly and this this, this, this guy had to go out in front of eighteen, nineteen thousand, like it's not an easy place. And unfortunately it just went wrong. But I agree with you, there wasn't much, much, much coming coming and helping him out really. You know, I know we saw a few people going down to the goal and I hope there was encouragement they were giving him. You know what I mean? That's the way it should be for a goalie because they need that. And but I'm I'm sure, you know, that'll be a change tonight. I I, I, I don't see too many changes in the Rory, backs. Rory Hayes? Uh, I'm not sure. I, I think Adam was probably hauled off because because of the yellow card. Uh, I, I, again, space. You can't defend space. Like yeah, can't. you can't defend space. And Flanagan, Hogan, and Cleary had to defend had to defend a massive amount of space last Sunday. And and it, it, while they were probably highlighted because Jake Morris was in and and, 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 and and Ford was having a good day but then again Ford didn't get any points in play either you know yeah. but I'm just saying the space that was afforded to him cannot be afforded tonight and if they are afforded to him sure look at no, no, no the best full back line in the country can't can handle space against Limerick yeah you've, um, al- you've already Petsy you've already alluded to uh, Waterford and Limerick we, we'll, we'll take a quick trip across the, uh, to, the, to, to Linster and um, Galway got their campaign up and running um Kilkenny had their facile victory over um, Westmead and Dublin Dublin and Antrim uh, played out a, 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 a massive draw above in Corrie and Park you know I suppose Galway started off very poor against Wexford but really they are the farm team you would imagine in Leinster uh, Petsy of course obviously Kilkenny are there but you'd imagine that if anyone is going to put it up to the big guys it could be Galway yeah look at it I mean a good start after like it was that was a six point a six point win over 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 Wexford, uh, but I think someone alluded Brendan alluded to a fifteen point win in the Gaelic rounds. It should have been the only six in the league, and really it could have been the double digits for Galway at, at the weekend. Wexford were were woeful really to be honest. With you. Um, it doesn't look good from a Wexford standpoint. They have a lot of injuries, and uh, they have they're lucky they're at home tantrum this weekend to be honest. With you because if they were up in Corrigan Park, they'd probably be you, taken. You'd, you'd see, yeah, they could they could very well be taken. But it'll be just an interesting game to see Antrim going down direction and see they, they, they were very unlucky not to get a couple of points Antrim out of that out of that. They got the one point out of out of Dublin. But they they were they were up for most of the game and, and, and very unfortunate. But any time you go up to that place, Corrigan Park, it's it's the Galatasaray of the Holland world, really. Like, you know, that's 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 Lovely. that's that's ultimately when you go up there, they're very they always put up a performance for you, to be honest with you. And very unlucky and it'll be very interesting. That, 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 that's a that's a very intriguing game though, Antrim Wexford this week. Because they'll just tell you where Wexford are at. If they come out and have a convincing performance at home, yeah, they're probably back in for the hunt for, to get out of Leinster. But if they don't, they're they're under they're under serious pressure, obviously. Uh Galway Galway, yeah, with look at Evan Island step step up to the plate there last week. I think he got maybe seven or eight points from from, 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 play. from play. You know, unbelievable. They have some good forwards, obviously Brian Cannon, Connor Connor, uh, Connor Whelan, obviously, you know, um, you know, one of the manions there as well. They, they, they still have the, the core good people involved with them. You know, and chefs in second year involved. You look at you, you'd, you, you'd imagine that they're they're a shoe win to get out of, get out of Leinster and cause a, a few teams problems down the road. That's for Kilkenny, I suppose. 
look at it's been well documented during the week. I suppose the lack of goals against Westmeath was probably a little bit of a shock. That you know, while twenty nine points to seven was it was a facile win, as you said. Um, you know, no goal. You know, missing missing young Drennan, but thankfully, for, from a Kilkenny point of view and from a Holland point of view, it won't be it won't be a long term injury. I think I, think I, I was said in the paper last week that himself and. Um, Himself and, and then um, the, other, the other way forward, or I can't think of his name at the moment. Uh, it, it will be a short term injury and not a long term injury, which, which is which is fairly good. Um, so Kilkenny obviously with, with TJ Reid back in the fold, getting his uh, usual usual scores from from, from freeze and play. Uh, Adrian Mullen, you know they have a good core of of, of people uh, still. You know the Pollock Walsh and all that, and we and we saw a flat. Kenny in the league final, which is very very disappointing, and I'm sure they they, they, they want to they want to fill their boots while they have the likes of Westmeath um, to come and maybe Antrim at home as well. So you look at they'll, they'll be in the mix as well coming out of Leicester. Patsy, we'll come back to Munster again. You know, there's the big game this weekend, another game, big game with Waterford and and, and Cork. Uh, one that's going to have, a, of course, every game is going to have a major impact in the championship. But how would you see this one going, Patsy, in all of sixty seconds? It's a, it's, a, it's a great game. It's a great game. It's a, it's, a, it's one that we, we, you know, you could sit down and watch. And again, Davey will have his have his tactics done. Again, it's how the Waterford after a real tough, hard physical battle. Obviously, the injuries of Tiger Buck are a huge blow to him. If they can get a couple yeah. of them injuries, if they can get a couple of them injuries back, you know, they got Aston Gleeson on the field last week, so I assume he'll be he'll be ready to start out this weekend. If they can limit the the silly wides and the silly stuff they've done, they can cause. Cock, huge problems there, and um, look at I, 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 I still think Waterford can show up and, and put in a performance. I think this is going to be nip and tuck. I suppose it's all about the freshness in water or in freshness in Cock, and maybe the freshness might get Cock over the line at, at, at the weekend. And Petsy, name your three teams now after the first round of games that you think is going to come out of Munster. Oh, that's 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 spot there. But look, at it, I think I think with I think with a Limerick win tonight, a Limerick will 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 we'll get out. You know what I mean? Like I think if Limerick win tonight, they're 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 sure wins. I don't think anyone had them had them below it anyway. So they are there. Whoever wins, Cock and Waterford, I suppose. You know, it's it's if Cock win, they have a great chance to come out if they because they have a they have Tipperary to come. You know, and again, like we said earlier on, a high scoring affair, or loose affair would probably suit Cock as well. You know, so I suppose if Cock win, great chance to come out. And I suppose you would probably say the winner of Clare Waterford would have a chance to come out. I that's what I'm assuming if if Tipperary, you know, maybe aren't as good at the back and maybe concede. But I think Tipperary have Waterford in the last game and unfortunately for us we could lose a head to head on Tipperary if if, if there's a if there's a if there's a key after if, if, and that could see the spell the end the end of us. So, look at the winner of Clare and Waterford is huge. Uh, we, we, I think we'll have to hold judgment until 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 we come to that Waterford match and see we would see where Waterford and ourselves stand at that stage. Brendan, we'll throw the same question out to you though, as your our guest here in the studio today. Yeah, it is interesting. There'll be a lot of um, twists and turns, as Patsy alluded to. Saturday night will tell a lot. Uh, I think if Clare can get a good performance out of Saturday night. Get a bit of momentum. Momentum back again. Yeah. I think we could take Cork in the park if we can get a bit of confidence, a bit of mojo back. It all depends on tonight. Tonight, 
if if we, we have we have, wait, don't forget no Brendan we have water down the thirteenth with Jeff you know so yeah I would I, Claire are always able for Watford. Yeah, but, that, but, but they, you know, we won that at least there's something to play for against Cork yes, in the past. Exactly. Be, be there's great. something to play you for know, exactly. That'd be fantastic. Like the other fixtures are going to twist you to what way uh, Cork can yeah. tip. If, if you what you'll be hoping for is a tip with no more games. That's it. That's, That's what you're basically home for. I'm going to go with Claire Limerick. And Cork. Pat, I know you done the preview l- l- last week and have you changed your mind? Well, I didn't give my opinion last weekend. Pat, that's <laughs> right. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's yeah, actually impossible. Yeah. I mean, the head-to-head against Tip is worried me now because it yeah. went down to the two of us. And, you know, I, I I think this evening we'll give a performance and it, we could give a massive one. And we could still be massively good and lose by a point or two or three. So, therefore, I fear for us. So, I, I think Tip, Cork at some stage have to do it do the business or get off the pot and maybe this is the year even though they're loose and they're maybe a bit you know open. loose and open and tippy-tappy um, yeah, no, Ryan is trying to make it more physical I think you could go very traditional this year it could be Limerick tip and Cork I think it might be uh, I tell you we, we won't we won't train the towel is I'm every, not we'll, towel no. we'll we'll give Claire every 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 hope well, and going down and we wish him gone the, the game the last day uh, inside Ninnis uh, I, I wasn't seeing tip or Claire coming through to be honest with you uh, we so, wish him all the very. Oh, we do, of course. Yeah. Of course we wish him all the very. <laughs> we wish him all the very best tonight, and we're not waving any white flags as of yet. Betsy, good to talk to you again, and thanks for taking the time to talk to us here on Scarif Bakeries yeah. Radio. We, we, will you come oh, back to me? Come back to me, Leo, after we win, maybe. Then, then, then I, we, we will do that. Twenty twenty-four. We'll talk him up this time instead of talking. We'll be back to. We'll be back to next Saturday, so Betsy. All right, all right. It'll be fantastic. It'll be fantastic. Give the phone call. It would certainly win over the mix. We'll all like that, Betsy. As always, thanks a million for talk, taking the time to talk to us here on Scarif Bay Community Radio. And that concludes our sports and show here today on 88.3 FM and 92.7 FM in association with their credit union. My thanks, as always, corporates and to Pat McNamara. Thanks to our guests, uh, our guest analysts, Brendan Foley and Patsy Fahey, for taking the time to talk to us here today and giving us their expert views. Thanks to Jim Collins and the control door for keeping the show going for us. And thanks very much to you for tuning in and listening to us here on Sportsline. And we invite you to join us later on this evening as we are covering Clare and Limerick in the Munster Senior Camogie semi-final live from the Gaelic Crowns at four, with a 430 throw-in, which is the preview to the big game coming at seven with Limerick and, and Clare in, in the Senior Hurling. So all that remains is Emilio Dial. Until we meet again, it's Benoct Day of Islam.